Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church here in Chico, California. And my co-host, Richard Hort Jr. from the Community Church of God. He's not with us today because he's off doing other things. No, he's conducting some business that really needs to be taken care of. So I'll be flying solo on this one uh, for this week. Perhaps all of this week. So anyway, uh, yeah, Ventaney, Raymond Word of Faith Empowerment Ministries, a.k.a. The Word Church, where we uh, teach and preach and demonstrate the uncompromised Word of God. And today we're going to be talking about uh, one of my favorite subjects. I believe it was Jesus's favorite subject, too, because he always spoke of it. He spoke of it uh, when he uh, started his earthly ministry, he spoke about it throughout his ministry, and he spoke about it when he uh, resurrected and uh, it says in the books of Acts uh, for 40 days uh, after he came back, he spoke of the things pertaining to the, the kingdom of God. And again, I understand as, as church folk, as saints, as children of God, we sometimes uh, we get so caught up in, in, in getting churched up, we forget the mandate is to go out and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. And again, he, he didn't say preach the gospel of religion. He didn't say preach the gospel of denomination. He said preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. And again, it just all throughout the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, I just ask people just to key in on that, that gospel of the kingdom or of God or kingdom of heaven. And in Isaiah 9, it was prophesied that unto us a child is born, unto us a kingdom, a king, a king is given. And and on him, uh, the government shall be upon his shoulders. And at the end of that government or that kingdom, there should be no end. And again, in Mark chapter 1, verse 14, very familiar scripture. And it's when Jesus be begins his Galilean ministry. It says, Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Now, after Jesus was put in prison, see, Jesus went to jail too. <laughs> but anyway, after Jesus was put in prison, after John was put in prison, so yeah, Jesus was put in prison later. But John, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. That's what he preached, the gospel of the kingdom of God. And again, I like to define words as I'm studying to show myself approved. Gospel means the good news. So Jesus came preaching some good news. And I always remind people that the good news is God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And he was preaching this gospel, declaring that mankind can now be redeemed, reconciled, and restored back to God, and meaning come as you are. You don't have to acknowledge or be in compliance with all these religious traditions and rules and regulations for God so loved the world that he's going to Send, send Jesus, but also he was going to sacrifice Jesus, but most of all, resurrect Jesus for the sins of humanity. And through Jesus, all people can be reconciled back to God. That's the gospel. That's good news because the Bible says uh, uh, through one man, offense rang, and that's Adam. Through the other man, Jesus, 
justification came. It also says in Corinthians, for he who knew no sin was made sin for us that we may become the righteousness of God. It also says in Romans that Christ died for the ungodly. And I believe we all qualify for that. And I always tell people, the reason you are a sinner, because you were born a sinner, but you can be born again a, a winner. So back to the text here in Mark uh, 1, 14. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying or declaring or proclaiming this right here. He said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Notice he didn't say repent and believe in religion. Notice he didn't say repent and believe in denomination. And again, as I'm studying the scriptures, I like to define words. Re, the prefix re means to redo, go back. And pent is where the penthouse is located. That's a top position. So he says, go back to, to believing and thinking like this. Repent, and, and but believe this gospel, this, this good news. And the Bible says, with the heart one believes. So God wants, and again, that's how we get saved. It says over in uh, Romans 10, 8, if we believe in our heart and confess or declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord or God sent him to die for our sins, that we will be uh, saved. So that's the whole uh, process for getting saved is first believing and then declaring it with your mouth because that we're on a word planet and Jesus is the living word of God. So we got to believe in our hearts and our hearts is the 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 field the ground and and the word of God is seed so we have to believe what He declared in His word and, and just believe this good news and and again this gospel of the kingdom wasn't about religion it wasn't about watching and observing carefully these commandments I know the Jewish people that was their tradition and God revealed Himself to the Jews first but all but also the Gentiles they didn't they wasn't under all of the, those ordinance, statutes, uh, judgments, commands. So they couldn't, even the Jewish people couldn't keep all of that. So us Gentiles who God didn't encounter first, obviously we couldn't keep it. So God has this dispensation called grace. So he's like, I, I, I'm going to, through my son Jesus, I'm going to allow everybody to come into right relationship with me. They'll re they have to come through Jesus, who is the only door. And then learn of my ways through his teachings. And again, it's about and being because Jesus came making disciples. The definition of disciples is a student, a pupil. So he says, now you got to learn the ways of God, which equates to the ways of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. And where we how we increase or learn in those ways is by studying the scriptures to show ourselves approved. And remember that our salvation we didn't have to work for it as the Jews did originally when God introduced himself to them and gave them the Ten Commandments. Of course, we know there was a lot of sub-commandments under there. But we have to, we, we, we learned the law of love first. <laughs> That's what we learned, the law of love. And again, Jesus demonstrated the law of love. He had compassion for people. He forgave sins. He, he raised the dead. He healed. So again, the Bible says it's, by grace that you are saved through faith and that not of your own it's a gift of God. So and a gift is free. You don't pay for a gift. So you don't have to work to keep the gift. But we understand that faith 
without works is dead. So he's talking about you work this this law of love. That's your labor is in this word and to just demonstrate this new kingdom that you're a part of. And I tell people all the time, you got to get a greater revelation or a greater understanding that you're being translated. It says in Colossians chapter one, we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness, which Satan rules into the kingdom of his dear son, which is the kingdom of God, the kingdom from heaven, the one that Jesus reigns on over and the one that we become a part of once we are born again, saved. Now we've, and the scripture says in John, as many as received him, he gave them a, the right to become or the authority to become children of God. So as children of God, we're in the body of Christ. We're in the kingdom of God. And it says also, I believe in Philippians, that we're citizen. Our citizenship is in heaven now because our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. When we get born again, declare that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. So that's and that's where we're going to spend eternity at. And we understand Matthew 6 Jesus' disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray like John taught his disciples how to pray. And Jesus said, when you pray, pray in this manner. Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And again, that's God's will, that his kingdom, his way of doing things will would just saturate earth, that it would come and his will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And I understand God's will and his word are one. His will can be found in the word of God, in the Bible. <laughs> and God wants us to be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And then demonstrate that as we go throughout our life, walking in this newness of life. Because the Bible says if you be in Christ, you're a new creature. Creation. All old things have passed. All things become new. So you're this new creature. You're this new citizen of heaven. You're a child of God, and you represent the kingdom of God. You're now on team Jesus. And again, we have to get an understanding of that. And that's what we're supposed to be advancing is the kingdom of God. That's why he says in Romans, uh, Romans, what's that? Romans. Anyway, <laughs> don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I believe that's Romans 5. Wow, I can't believe I'm forgetting the scripture. But anyway, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He wants us to renew our mind to kingdom ways, to God's ways. And again, that's going to take some time because we just got born again. We're babies in Christ, and we have to grow up. Yes, we're going to start with, with milk, but after a while, he wants us to grow up into the head, which is Christ. He tells us that in Ephesians 4, that we should no longer be like children tossed to and fro, but we should grow up. And we're, we're considered the body of Christ, and Jesus is the head of the body. So God wants the body to grow up into the head, which is Jesus, and demonstrate and walk and talk and act and live like Christ. Yeah, Jesus is our elder brother. He's our example. Scripture says in First Peter that, that he's our example, and we should follow after his footsteps. So he's the, the sample son. So... Again, and Jesus always talked about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, all throughout the Bible, kingdom. In Matthew 28, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, teaching them to observe all the things that I taught you. Well, Jesus taught about the kingdom. He didn't teach about denominationalism. He didn't teach about religion because religion was already there when he got there. And those religious ones that helped the government uh, have him crucified. Yeah. Religion did that. So the gospel sets you free. And Jesus said, if you continue in my word, 
this word of the kingdom, it says in Matthew 19, he came preaching the word of the kingdom. He said, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So you got to continue uh, allowing this kingdom understanding or kingdom revelation to be sown in the good ground of your heart and, and go live that out. And Jesus said, then are you my disciples, if you continue in it, not taste and see and then back off. You got to continue. Now, you're going to have to continue in this this kingdom lifestyle. I did a whole teaching on the lifestyle of, of the kingdom of God. You have to walk in that, and it's going to be by the manual, the word of God, in season and out of season. Because Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Well, and it says, we overcome the world by the blood of the lamb and the, and the word of our testimony. So our testimony is what God said, what he said us about us being kingdom citizens, children of the most high God, ambassadors for Christ. And again, speaking of ambassador, he says over in Corinthians that we're ministers of reconciliation and ambassadors for Christ. An ambassador represents another nation. And in order to be get citizenship in a nation, you have to be born in that nation. Yeah. So we've been born again into the kingdom of God. So now we're ambassadors or representatives for that kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, which is from heaven. And we have to we have to operate by kingdom ways, kingdom of heaven ways. And we increase in that by studying his word and being under leadership. A lot of Christians think they can have a, this awesome relationship with God and not being obedient to his word because in Ephesians he said he's gave Ephesians chapter 4 he's given some to be apostles some prophets some pastors some evangelists and some pastors and teachers and the next verse verse 12 says why for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry yeah God desires everyone his children to be equipped for the work of ministry and work of ministry just equates for to fulfill your purpose and your destiny and the plan that God has for your life. So he's going to put spiritual leaders, I call them spiritual carpenters, in your life to build you up until the head, which is Christ, because God has something for us to do. And I always tell people, you know, when God leads you to a congregation, you should be knowing what the, what the vision he's given the pastor, because God has a plan for that ministry. Because God is the God of cities. He wants to impact cities, countries, governments. And we're to be equipped and, and get behind the pastor's vision to complete God's will. Because remember, his kingdom come, his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And I always ask people, how is it done in heaven? Is there any sickness in heaven? Is there any poverty in heaven? Is there any lack? Is there any death? No. Well, that's God's will for earth. And as you read through the New Testament and Old Testament, there's all that there's always that heaven and that earth connection. It talks about heaven and earth. It don't talk about heaven and Mars, heaven and Jupiter. It talks about heaven and earth. And we're considered earthlings. Well, we were birthed out of eternity from that heaven realm, that spiritual realm. And God wants to manifest that here on earth. And he's going to use us, the body of Christ, the saints, the children of the most high God to allow his will to be done here on earth. So we have to understand vision. And again, if you're a pastor or you're part of a church and you don't understand your pastor doesn't have a vision or you don't know his vision, you should get the vision because God all, God is always doing something. He says in his word, I'm doing a new thing. Can you not perceive it? He's always doing something and he uses people to do it. 
just like the devil. The devil uses people. God uses people to do his will. So he wants us to, to grow up into the fullness of Christ. That's why the word says in Colossians, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And in Matthew 13, he calls it the word of the kingdom. So we have to get that in us richly. And again, as you consider, continue to receive with meekness this engrafted word of the kingdom, the word of God, you're going to continue to be set free. And you're going to get a greater revelation or understanding of there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. After the spirit means I walk after the word of God. And if he said there's no condemnation for me, there is no condemnation for me. But God will convict you. And conviction and condemnation are, are two separate things. Condemnation tears you down. Conviction allows your faith to stay intact where you can keep moving for, forward. You can miss the mark and you have an understanding that you can go to daddy, ask for forgiveness, be cleansed from all unrighteousness, and continue to move forward. He says that in First John. If you confess your sins, he's able to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's, that's for us. That's for saved folk. <laughs> yeah, that's for us. So we have to exercise uh, our rights. And if you don't do that, scripture says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So God wants to keep our faith intact. That's why this broadcast is called Faith on Fire. We are always here to ignite your faith on fire and to give you the truth of what God said. And, you know, he said he always calls you to triumph. He always give you the victory. God said a lot of good things about his people. A lot of good things. And it says he's given us in first Peter exceeding great and precious promises through the knowledge of him that we may be partakers of his divine nature. That's a lot right there for him to say we'll be partakers of his divine nature. So you just got to ask yourself, well, what's God's divine nature? First of all, his nature is divine. And then he said, we'll be partakers. A partaker means I can take part in his nature. Well, I take part in that because I'm born again. I'm his child and I'm an heir with him. Word says in Romans and I'm a joint heir with Christ. That's good news. That's the gospel. So if you're a part of a church or ministry just constantly condemning you and, and, and got you doing all these do's and don't tell and they just tell you what the don'ts is, but don't tell you what the do's is. My friend Ken Winton, he wrote a book called Remember Who You Are. And everybody should go out and get that book. That's a great book. And we have to remember who we are in Christ. Because in Christ, we look real good. And that's what Jesus was saying. Abide in me and allow my words, these words of the kingdom, to abide in you. And he said, with that, you can ask what you desire that's in line with his words that's abiding in you. And the scripture says, those who are filled with the spirit or his word out of their belly should flow rivers of living water. So you says in Job, you can decree a thing and it shall be done. And that's what the gospel of the kingdom preaches. That's what Jesus was preaching, that the last, the first Adam messed up. And the last Adam, me, Jesus, I came to redeem and reconcile and restore people, humans, back to God. And you can be in right relationship with God, which is called righteousness. But it only comes through Jesus. He says, I am the door. So you got to come through Jesus. And the scripture says, I believe in John, it says, and this is the command that we believe on the name of Jesus and love one another. Again, and I tell people all the time, you know, speaking of love, faith works through love. And that's what God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. The kingdom of God, the kingdom from heaven, it works through love. And as a Christian, you have to grow up in love. In 1 Corinthians, it talks about uh, what love is and what love isn't. And over in Galatians, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And that first fruit of the Spirit is love. And, and the Bible says in 1 John, God is love. So if God's love 
and we have to represent him, we should be loved. And that's how your faith works. If you're a Christian and your faith never working, you probably want to check your love life. Yeah, and if anybody out there know me, and a lot of people do, I go by the name V-Love. And I don't didn't change my name to V-Love to be funny, but I just got a revelation, an understanding that God is love, and I'm his most favorite child. No, but as he, the scripture said in 1 John, as he is, so are we. So if he's love, I've been born again, not of the flesh, but of the spirit, so I'm love. So I need to demonstrate love constantly. That means I'm going to have to love the unlovable. Could God so love the world? He just didn't love nice people. He loved everybody. So as God's representative, as his ministers of reconciliation, as his children of God, we're to love everybody. Now, there's a difference between love and like. We don't have to like everybody, but we're commanded to love everybody. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins and love never fails over in Corinthians. So that's what we that's what the kingdom of God is. It's about loving so we have to start loving folks. Yes, we don't have to agree with them, but we have to love them. And with love, you honor folk. Yeah, you don't dishonor them. You, you reverence them. Yeah, and we and not representing the kingdom of God. Again, the kingdom of darkness is what Satan represents. And we've all came out of that in Colossians. It says we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his dear love. That's the kingdom of God. So you're not in darkness no more. So don't walk or live like you're in darkness. You got to be transformed by the renewing your mind. Renew your mind. It's in Romans 12. It just came back to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans 12, 3, I believe it says. But uh, 12, 2. So, uh, yeah, we have to walk in love. That's the kingdom of God lifestyle. It's walking in love. And, and again, without love, faith won't work. And I was saying that earlier. If your faith's not working, things aren't happening for you. That's the first place I would go check, my love walk, my love life. Am I loving people like Christ's love, like God so loved the world? Or I just love those that love me. No, I have to love everybody. I have to be all things to all people. Because remember, Jesus gave us an example that we should follow. He loved everybody from prostitutes to tax collectors. In those days, tax collectors were like drug dealers. Yeah, they were the lowest of the low, but he loved them. I believe that was, was that Nicodemus or Zacharias. One of them came to, I think it was Zacharias. Jesus came to, to have dinner at his house. And then the religion was against that. They was like, look at him. He's sitting and eating with tax collectors. Well, Jesus had an understanding that God loved people and he wanted to redeem and reconcile and restore people back to himself. And that that division uh, came when Adam and Eve uh, were disobedient and sinned in the garden and brought that sin nature on all humankind. Again, that's what we that's what we got to teach people the truth, because we make people as Christians think, you know, they're not good enough to have this relationship with God. And no, Outside of God's righteousness, the word says we're all like filthy rags. So, and he who knew no sin was made sin for us. And God died for the ungodly. Christ died for the ungodly. So we have to communicate that message. That's the good news. God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And you can only, Scripture said there's only one mediator between man and God, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. So Jesus is not a way, he's the way. He's not a door, he's the door. And he, again, talked about the kingdom of God. All throughout the New Testament, study it. Kingdom of God, kingdom of God, kingdom of God. And I know a lot of churches, they're not teaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. They're teaching, again, their denominational doctrine. <laughs> they're teaching religion. But 
the gospel of the kingdom, what Jesus brought and preached, sets people free. It keeps you free. It, it keeps you from being condemned. And it's a whole nother reality that God desires us to live in. And it operates by faith and love. You know, that's why he said, and Jesus was demonstrating this kingdom way of living all throughout his ministry. He was walking on water. He was multiplying food, healing the lepers. He was just doing forgiving folk. He was just doing some amazing things. And 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 he says, as he is, so are we. He even said this over in John, those who believe in me, the things that I do shall he do also, and greater works will, will you do. God expect us, because there's more of us now, we're the body of Christ, we're the hands and feet of God on this earth. He expects us to do these greater things. And and I believe us as the church, we especially the church of Chico, we, we fall in short on that by not being in unity, not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And we've been preaching denominationalism and not that unity and that oneness. I tell people all the time, the most segregated day of the week here in the U.S. and mostly in Chico is Sunday around 11 o'clock. Because we want to segregate. We want to still be conformed to this world. We don't want to go and fellowship with other believers who may not look like our color or anything. Because we've been programmed. And here's the the deal. We're basically deceiving ourselves. Because we're not hearers. We're hearers of the word only. We're not doers. And the scripture says in James, if you're a hearer of the word only and not a doer, you're deceiving yourself. But he say, but if you're a hearer and a doer, of the word, you'll be blessed in what you do. And God desires unity in the body. And I just think about my body. Look at my body. It's in unison. It works together. And every part function in the perfection in which was created, it does its share. And that's what he says us as the church of Chico. I want you guys to be in unity. I want you guys to work together. You know, don't hate on one another because that's from the world. And again, we're in the world, but we're not of the world anymore. We're in the kingdom of God. And we're to represent to the fullest, the kingdom, because we're ambassadors of the most high God. And that's where God wants us. And, uh, yeah, I just want to challenge the church of Chico. Let's continue to study the gospel of the kingdom, promote the gospel of the kingdom, advance the gospel of the kingdom, and most of all, live. Live the kingdom of God lifestyle, which is a great lifestyle, and, and that's what God blesses. He's not trying to bless denominationalism, religion. He's trying to bless those who are obedient to his word. And when I use the word obedience, I mean walking by faith, faithful to his word. He came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He told us to go and preach that. And that's what we should be doing. Yeah. So uh, that's going to do it for this segment of Faith on Fire. Again, I just want to say I love you and just remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. <laughs>